the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. I'm Vanessa Raglan. Our guests today, they're two great stand-up comedians. Uh, you might remember them also from Cheap Seats Without, Ron Parker. Did I get that right? Uh, that the right? Sklar Brothers, Randy and Jason Sklar are here. Thanks, guys. It's great to be here. It's it great to nice. have you here. On a rainy Monday, as we talked yeah. about. It is. It's a rarity in L.A. But Tony, 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 Tony lied to us. together. Yeah. Tony, Tony, blankets. Tony did lie they to totally us. They totally lied. <laughs> yeah. They totally lied. Each Tony had their own lie for us. And they each had their own agenda. They did. (laughs) By the time you got to the third Tony, it was like, it wasn't even, it's coming. The lies started to build up exponentially. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was like a snowball effect. So by the time you got to number three, it was like, And they each had their different spelling of the E sound or whatever. (laughs) T-O-N-E. With a little accent, accent de goo. T-O-N-I. T-O-N-E-Y, which was, and then T-O-N-Y, Tony Danza goes back to teaching. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That te- teach, teach Tony Danza. Teach, teach Tony Danza. Tony Danza should have been in Tony, Tony, Tony. Would he, awesome. Wouldn't that have been awesome? Tony's. Oh, Angela. So Mona. <laughs> Angela. Yeah. He played good, for the Cardinals. In the, in the reality of that show, he played for the baseball Cardinals, uh, which, which were from St. Louis. So that was so, was so you guys are from Shut St. Louis, right? Up. You're big Cardinals fans? Yeah. We are big Cardinals fans. Until, until this year, Uh-oh. Tony LaRussa... Oh. Which I want to change his name to Tony LaRusso and have him be the father of Danny LaRusso from... <laughs> Karate Kid. Nice. Another story. But uh, Tony LaRusso oh, and uh, Albert, Albert Poulos were seen at the Glenn Beck rally this year. Now, oh. I don't want to get on the Ooh, wrong no side of your conservative don't, listeners, don't. but I just – it was weird that they went for to that you. rally and then for the next 20 games they won like two games. So oh. who do you blame in that scenario? Can't blame America. You can't blame Obama. And it's weird as when I you know find who out can that blame. like who? – I can't say it. Say Why it. Not? It rhymes with Limwick. 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 That's for our smart listeners uh, out that's there. That's right. It's weird when you find puzzles. out that like, certain sports franchises like, make considerable donations to like certain political parties. Oh, so, like, yeah. I guess the biggest supporters in the NFL of the Republican Party are the San Diego Chargers. I just found that really? out. Really? And wow. the biggest supporters of the Democratic Party are the Seattle Seahawks. So, And the uh, and then the Colorado Rockies. Like, There's just all this stuff swirling around about how like they don't like black players on their team. You go look at their Whoa. roster. They're super, super uber religious, like uber, like Christian culty. What's the altitude? Like everyone on the team? <laughs> no, lot. I would say a huge contingent. That I mean, is like, creepy. I think they probably select players that, and and it's crazy because we knew one of the players on there who had been a fan of cheap seats, and like I'm always amazed when athletes. Initially, when they're like, oh, I, I've seen you guys. And I like yeah. you guys. But then I'm like, wait a minute. You guys are like 30. You're on the road. You're watching TV. Like, you, this is for you. I mean, you like sports and if you like comedy. You see athletes, you think they're so much older because yeah. they like, seem like older people. Even they're like, like grown-ups. They're like grown men. And then you're like, oh, wait, you're six years younger than me. Even the women are grown men. Grown. <laughs> like, What's grown weirdest is men. like. You, when you're growing up watching sports, you don't really think about the age of these athletes. And mm-hmm. then when you get in your 30s, then all of a sudden there's a player in his 30s, and then the commentators are talking like they're like a geriatric relic oh, out right. there. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> your age. You're like, That's really? I don't feel that old. Well, I Ugh. think a lot of these players with the wear and tear on their bodies, they are like geriatric. You know, yeah. if yeah. you've been doing something for a long, I think about like what you know we've all done. It's hard because you know, like their experience year after year, they become. 
like veteran, you know, a 15 year veteran who started when he was 22 is 37. That is not that old. We're 38. We're going to be 39 in a couple months. So it's like that's younger than we are right now. Or you see like a 42-year-old person, athlete, and they're just – they look so old. I mean they've just been – Brett Favre. Brett Favre. That's why you stopped sports. That's why you stayed away yeah. from professional sports. You do yeah. not want to look all no. grizzled. No, I have to no. take care of myself. You look really well-preserved. Thank you. Yeah. I soak myself in milk cud. Milk cud. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Well, yes. I don't even know what that is. A cow is. drinks its own milk. And then chews it up, cud. swishes it <laughs> yeah. out into and a bucket. So it's a combo of milk and chewed grass. You can get it at Trader Joe's. It's got dig. You can get milk cut at yeah. Trader Joe's. Yeah. Dig. It's so much more expensive at Whole Foods. Yeah. It really is. And it's oh. the same, same thing. Same exactly. thing, right? Exactly. I will say this out there, listeners to Pop My Culture. Go plain, go plain label. Just look on the yeah. back. Get your plain label milk read, cud to bathe in. It <laughs> it's the same ingredients. You will Don't glow. do Horizon. They're, they're bad. No, Horizon they're bad is people. bad. They're tricking you. They are tricking you. Hey, it's like all this other stuff. It's all tying together. It you is. think you're supporting one thing, and, and then, then you boom. look, and you're like, oh, you've got an agenda that doesn't yeah. match my agenda. Exactly. That's right. I love Whoa. the I love the Colorado Rockies. Wait a minute, I'm not a sinner. Wait, hold on, <laughs> I don't I? believe in original sin, and yet I'm drinking milk cud. Wait a second, <laughs> <laughs> from Horizon. No, everybody got so scared at once. I know this is the most frightening okay. podcast we've ever done. It, it was is. really frightening. Well, isn't this well, coming out near we're... Halloween? Are we near Halloween? Are, Are we close enough? Yeah, we're not Oh, we're near. I was trying on costumes yesterday. Were you really? My house, yeah. What are you, a gay man? No, huh? Okay, wow. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, about uh-huh. as close as I can be. What are you, you going to go as? I can't tell. Let's let oh, the milk really? cut answer that question. Yeah. All right, well, it speaks for here, itself. Tell us like six things you could go in and like and then mix we'll it get, in. Why don't we, can we guess? Yeah, like. Kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Sexy <laughs> cat. cat every Sexy year? waitress. Sexy bunny. Slutty cat. Slutty cat. Hello, kitty. <laughs> oh, I, have da- I have daughters, and they both like. Are they going to be Hello Kitty? No, they're one wants to be a uh, a bride, Terrible. and the other one creepy. wants to be an angel. Oh, <laughs> like they want to be a bride. You've raised you. pure things. I know. I know. Wow. We'll see. Way to go. Thank you. They're young yet. Anything could happen. <laughs> Anything can happen. Oh, yeah. They I'm can like, be spoiled. And you can't do comedy costumes on your kids. You know what I oh, mean? Mm-mm. Yeah. Not, they're now at the age three and five where, like, they really want they want ownership in their costumes. Did you used to make them dress up like funny hot dog or something? Yeah. I mean, yes. We actually did. They were. Really? We had one as a hot dog at one point. Yep. What one was that? And that's I love babies and babies the hot dogs. Babies and hot dogs. Can't I can't that. wait. That's babies. kind of one of the reasons I want to have a baby. That is. You dress them up on Halloween. Dog. Yeah. Well, just there so you, you are a gay man. Over, just <laughs> so you can have friends over and you don't turn on the oven, but like they come into the kitchen and you pop open the oven and pull out your baby. There's your kid. <laughs> oh, look what's ready. She's ready. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the best Halloween costume you've ever seen or gone as? You guys, you and Randy and his wife Amy, they do they do some. We usually we costumes. had done some good. Uh, the best one I ever saw was our dad and mom when we were little kids. Yep, one Whoa. was my mom was a brick wall and our dad was the brick layer, which I thought Whoa. that is nice. genius, edgy, pretty, pretty edgy, great. Really smart, edgy. funny. Like I once saw somebody who, and this I thought was really cool. Like he. His hair was blown to one side. He had his tie up and flying back, and his clothes were kind of scrunched back this way, and he had trash on him, and he was a windblown man. And I wow. thought, that is a really smart, timeless costume. And That's I was pretty like, great. That's yeah. really good. Windblown man. Windblown man. I like Simple, it. but <laughs> like really cool. I'm giving people uh, ideas <laughs> out there. That's what we are, guys. That's We're idea this givers. Podcast, this podcast is about giving people ideas. That's right. Yeah, Best thing I ever saw was you. like a, a nine-person costume. Wow. That was on the um, corner 
corner, uh, like in, in the Castro area in San uh-huh. Francisco, they, sure. like people go crazy with their costumes. Really? They set up that's, shop. That's surprising. Weird, Weird. Right? <laughs> They set up shop on this one corner. They couldn't move because they went as the Hollywood Squares. They like built Hollywood, like a Hollywood Squares thing. They stacked on top of each and other with steps up to the. Yeah, thing. and then each person was like a celebrity inside the Hollywood Square. Bruce Valanche. Uh, Bruce is there. They got Bruce. They probably got really. They probably actually had Bruce Valanche. They yeah. probably. Uh, Jim J. Bullock for sure. <laughs> yeah, Jim J. Bullock, a Paul. But Land. the problem is in the Castro, like in, on the real show, there's only one gay square. In the Castro, there was like only one straight square. square. No, there's yeah. one straight square. It's one straight square. It's it was, George Goebbels. <laughs> it was Elf this year. I think. Oh, really? Um, but it, they had lights and everything. It lit up. And that was, is awesome. That the names is, and placards. It was pretty crazy. I mean, you can't really go to a party, but like, yeah, you really the street can't. is your party. But you are the party. You are the party. Yeah, that's right. Party comes around. People ask them questions and stuff. That was I mean, pretty that's, awesome. That's, that's insanely awesome. And it, my question is, would people, if they ask them questions, would they have to give the joke answer first and then oh. give the real answer? That was the joy of the Hollywood That squares. was the best about the Hollywood that's right. Squares. That's why we watched. Because they came up with some zingers. And also to see the hilarious hosting work of John Davidson. <laughs> and later <laughs> Tom Bergeron. Tom Bergeron. He was... He took over. Bergeron is like kicked around. But now he I feel really like is. he has really hit his stride now. I mean, like, here's a guy who... <laughs> like, do you think he built a home in Montana? With his Dancing with the Stars money, probably did. Or do you yeah. think they did American they, America's Funniest Home Videos too? He took he over did. that he took too. Really? Yeah. yeah. He, the guy is doing everything. Is that still on now? America's Funniest Home Videos. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's like three or four hosts that just get kicked around from show to show. There's I, like Chuck Woolery, obviously. Sure. Uh, Mark Wahlberg, not Mark. Mark not L. Marky Wahlberg. Mark. Mark, Mark Wahlberg, Wahlberg, who hosted host. The Bachelor. Yeah. And, and then he also had his own talk show. Yeah. Who, by the way, Mark Wal- that Mark Wahlberg, a lot taller than you think. You think like, oh, this guy's probably like what five? Six. Oh, he's pretty tall. He's like I, six nine. Whoa! I, I, no, did, a, like I did a game show oh, that he hosted. Did you? <laughs> My episode didn't air, but it was on the cover. It was on PAX a couple of years ago. Nice. Where it was like it was just like pop culture questions, but then they would have them like on fake uh, covers of magazines. Okay. And then like the bonus like round, you answer questions, and then they reveal things, and you try to figure out who's on that. Cover. You were a contestant on there. I was. Yeah. How'd did you, you win? Uh, I got to the bonus, the final round. Like I kicked everybody else's asses, yeah. and I got killed on this. This is the saddest thing ever. I got killed on the final question, which was like they gave me f- three clues towards it, and it yeah. was a movie, and I couldn't get it. It's like the most obvious thing in the history. Home of the Alone. Movie. Home Alone. Okay, Jaws. Here, here, here are the here are the clues: <laughs> Jack, ice, and water. And I was like, uh, the clue I didn't get, which I found out later, was Rose. So it would have been Jack, Rose, ice, and water. Oh, Titanic. Yeah. Boom. There it there is. But I was just like, uh, wow. Uh, yeah, I would have done was, The Shining. I, the shining. Mind, I was like, ice, mm. The Shining, water, blood. I guess Pirates home. of the Caribbean, because I was thinking Captain Jack Sparrow. Right. Water, oh. He didn't um, do bad. But, got ice in his and then uh, and Lee. They didn't air the episode. What so happens I didn't when you win get it my, I didn't win my $500 lobster gram. <laughs> what Ew, wait, what is a that? A lobster gram. It was like five hundred dollars worth of lobster. House? No, not oh. an actual lobster. Like food but, to eat. Not somebody in a. In, but I don't does think someone anybody, arrive and sing you a song? I don't think they go that far with it. I think it's like a well, courier shows up with shitty, a package full of lobster package. and gives it to that's, you. Yeah. That's yeah. Pax TV to, for you. Yeah. Yeah. I blame <laughs> Jesus in that case. <laughs> Pax TV is go also like. I think they support the Colorado Rockies. Seventh Heaven. But my wife went on the show and they revamped it slightly, and then her episode aired and she won, so we got a Caribbean cruise out of it. No way. Yeah. You did get you a Caribbean cruise? You just told that like an afterthought. Wait, that yeah, was wait, way like, better than the and lobster And was it good? Or does it like... Oh, I hated it. 
It Why? Was, Why did you hate it? Uh, you're on the boat almost all the time. Uh, uh-huh. When we would go to port, it would be like, you're in Jamaica, you've got four hours. And then you get off the boat and there's like disgusting people like, hey, like in costumes. Braiding hair. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like we, st- we stopped in Key Largo first, which is kind of cool, but it was rainy and gross. And uh-huh. the only thing open because we were there so early in the morning was like Jimmy Buffett's margarita. Senior frogs. to do that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And then we went frogs. to like Cozumel. I mean, went to Tulum, which was kind of cool. Tulum is pretty cool. Tulum was nice. Um, did and you do we, yoga in Tulum? We did not do yoga there. <laughs> That's like a big thing. I'm Big yoga, yoga retreat on Tulum. Uh, my two hours on land. Yeah. <laughs> and it did Jamaica and it did the Caymans. Um, yeah, like doing yoga and feeling the pressure to get back to the boat. I mean, come on, hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> hurry up, hurry up. Bend over, bend over, do a side thing. Breathe, then, breathe, breathe. Think, 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 think. Focus on your breathing. Focus on your breathing. Focus. Hurry up. Focus, focus. Focus on your breathing. Wrong. So relax. Get to the center of your core. Get to the core of your person. Tulum is amazing. Breathe in, breathe out. You're good. Be peaceful. Be silent. Let's go. Hot, hot, hot. That's what cruises feel like to me. That song over and over. Yeah, it just a, a, line, a dancing line around the ship. No, they oh, had like a toga night, which I took a picture of once. me doing the Caesar thumbs down thing because I was uh, not happy to do it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it just didn't really work for me, and I didn't get sick <laughs> on the boat. But like the last day or so, my body is kind of like you should be on land now. I don't think you want to be on the water anymore. Right? I get really motion sickness. I have yeah. really? terrible in cars sickness. too. I can't read in cars. That's usually the yeah. first indication. If you can't read, if you start reading in a car, even like looking at your phone and stuff. You know what? Yeah. My iPhone, first week I had it, I thought I had vertigo. Like I did, I did not connect it, but I was playing words with friends constantly mm. on there. Mm. And I was like nauseous all the time, but I couldn't put my phone down. And people started saying, like, I think it's your iPhone. I couldn't believe it. Did, did I, you I use a new new iPhone? Yeah. Do you word and words as beautiful and Thank word you. that's blingy words yeah. with my wife is playing words with friends with oh, people man. and I got and tell me what you think about this. Uh oh. Okay. I somebody requested that she play words with friends with like a random person and oh. I was like oh no you don't Mm-mm. you do not play words husband's got to lay the law that's right you I don't know who he is you can chat on that game it's not safe no, it's not safe no, right it's, it's like how bad. long before like to catch a predator does like an episode words with friends I know NC Jim if you're out there I accepted a game from NC Jim I don't know who they are Uh-oh. they they talk to me I don't write back that's not oh, fair I, I no it's weird I I can hear that hardly <laughs> I can nobody's, hard, here. nobody's here I can hardly text while I'm driving anymore I mean I, I, so it's getting so bad oh man email and text sometimes that's well, not that's good the most sickness in all those kids I was hitting with my car yeah, yeah. that's why I kind of I hate yeah you run so over weird. people and it just it ruins like a you, text and then you'll send the wrong no, word yeah, like it auto corrects yeah no or yeah. I'll send it'll spell the it'll spell the T-G-E and you just look like an idiot I love it when it changes words to, like, you do one thing wrong, or again, I added extra couple eyes to yikes to try to make it kind of funny, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it changes. It's so yi- much funnier here's when what Cole it changes, adds that eye. Here's what it changes yikes to. It decides, like, no, I, I couldn't have meant yikes. I meant hoo-boos. Yeah. yeah. Like, what is a hoo-boo? A hoo-boo. Or, like, the Yangtze River. Uh, no. I'm oh, yeah, mine does like weird doing. names sometimes. I'll, be, yeah. I'll do the same thing, like, make a word too long, and it's like, did you mean... And then Amazon or something. Or I'll try to type Ben, like B-E-E-N, and I'll accidentally hit R, and it all of a sudden capitalizes to be like, I meant burn. Like, I was t- <laughs> I was texting about Switzerland. Yeah. Like that's C-E-R-N. Sure. Yeah. That's sure. more common, not the fact that the E Which, and the R by the way, together. why isn't there a show in Europe called Burn Notice Ooh. about Switzerland? There really should be. Take it down. Take it down. And I'm putting this down. I'm mailing it to myself. <laughs> Mail it to yourself. Try property. to start this. Well, there is burn after reading, I think. That one's there. Yeah. That is. Yeah. But it's a little different. Uh, that was good. It's a different burn documentary. On Europe, Did, on Europe. Uh, have you guys watched the tenth inning that's on now? No, I have to. I know people have been telling me I, I, 
I haven't seen it. And that's is it on uh, PBS? Yeah, but they decided that because that's like a big deal for them that they're going to air like Thursdays at eight when like my TiVo's busy with like other things, many other things. And it's like I really want to watch that, but yeah. I'm but not my good. TiVo's busy. It is. Yeah, the it's TiVo's working. It's yeah. you know Can't, well. It, well, some TiVo's can be in two places at once. If you get the oh, media. does that happen? Ours is, in, ours is in two places, but there's like two other things. There's going two other on. things you want. like. There's two network shows happening at the same time. Yeah, like a separate tenth inning TV. We That's do. what you need a tenth inning TV. What if you got a TV just for tenth inning? PBS <laughs> would be so excited. You'd be on their commercials. Would it come with a tote bag too? <laughs> be thrown in. Yes, yeah, always. You always thanks carry for the TV us. around in the PBS yeah, in the TV tote bag. That'd be nice. Well, let's talk about some new fall TV since we're uh, talking about TV. It's already starting. There's a bunch of new shows happening. Um, None of which I'm terribly excited about after watching. You're not excited about the new. There's a few that I like. I am kind of excited about some of them. All right, what are you excited about? Well, I liked Running Wild. I've liked the episodes. I've watched that. I watched the first one. I, I think it has potential. I yeah, don't think they just have to let it go. I don't think anything Will Arnett. Yeah, does. that's kind he's of where funny. I am. I will watch him sold. do anything. He is just. He's so funny. I like as a comedian. He's very specifically himself. I mean, I just flat out love. And him. and it moves really quickly, which I love. Yeah. And, and I think the characters are really interesting. And um, I'm not sure about his relationship with her. I don't know no. how that's going to work. But and I'm not 100 percent sold on her yet. On I her. like Carrie Russell. Yeah, I don't know if she can hang with him. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm feeling. But you know, David Cross is in it. Yeah. It's like, I mean, there's there are great people in it and great people behind it. So like, I'm always going to give that a shot. I'm going to go with yeah. that. I like the, the first episode. The funniest thing to me in that was uh, Peter Serafinowitz. Yeah. As, as the neighbor. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, so that character, I think, is great. And yeah, a lot of how, on the go. tiny horse, like yeah. walking by the window is so funny. There's just a lot of good, like, throwaway bits, I thought, in that yeah. first pile. Like, as a whole, I was like, it's okay. I didn't laugh that much. I laughed at, like, little weird bits. Right. So you have to, you can't, you got to be careful not to judge it against Arrested Development, which yeah. was yeah. such really a can. fully formed, beautiful, right. like, Perfect I mean, that's show. like lightning in a bottle. I mean, yeah. you, those producers and those people have tried to create other shows, and some of them were good and had flashes of brilliance. It's almost like you think of, like, a band like Wilco, and they come out with uh, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, mm-hmm. and it is so far superior to all their other albums even though the other albums are great yeah they just caught it in a moment and the writing worked and the songs worked yeah. and everything just worked for that the every planet's aligned and you got a great album and i think it was kind of like that for us to arrested development but this show i think could potentially i think great. it could be so good i think yeah. it's really creative yeah. so far which is something that i'm not seeing in almost any of the other new shows well, it's like nothing else on tv yeah. that's why i like yeah. different it's- different pattern different pacing i think people will unfairly compare it to Arrested mm-hmm. and I think it's the first love thing too it's like you know the same thing with a band like you fall in love with one album right and then the other ones don't quite measure up for you well you however no show had a bigger hurdle to overcome regarding that than the American office and the British office oh yeah, yeah. I mean well said, British yeah. office was the greatest thing I've ever seen I loved yeah. it so much and I mean just we stumbled upon it. Yeah, Randy and I both were. How did we find it? Jim Weber was over. Our friend Jim Weber was like staying. A friend from uh, he lives in Chicago now, but he was in Minneapolis at the time. He manages a bunch of cool, really great bands and stuff. And he was out staying with Jay and was like watching it. Like on the no, but we also heard it from uh, Ted Butler, a guy working on Cheap Seats, a guy who was working on our show Cheap Seats at the time. This is two thousand and four, maybe. Yeah. He his wife was from Ireland and. They, and he's like, here's a heads up on a show that you got to check out. It's mm. called The Office. And just it's huge. It was huge in England. It's coming to America. You got to look at it. And we watched it. And I was like, oh this, my, is this is beyond is- brilliant. So then when it con- you're like, okay, you're going to redo that? Yeah. How are you going to redo that? And then they, of course, 
get it right and do it the right way yep. and and really just steer the comedy in the right way obviously steve carell is he's great and that, that part almost went to bob odenkirk like i heard that, that really they, yeah it was between him those two were like the final two for it i think and rick overton was in the mix for a little bit too mm. So I had very different like vibes for it. Yeah, three very different people. Very different. Yeah. People. Very different. People. And our good buddy Matt Price was close to the, uh, really close. Rain to Wilson the, to Rain Wilson. Oh, so yeah, ah. I can see that. Also would have been great. I, I mean, can see Matt in that, great yeah. in that. Great in that role. Uh, but I mean, but, and, and Rain and now Wilson. you can't imagine it being anyone anybody else. But, right. yeah. but uh, and and oh, everybody's great in that. I, I love that. Cast. New people they bring in. I mean, when Ed Helms joined, you were just like, oh, God, every single person yeah. you're bringing in is the right person to sort of be another place to go for comedy. And, you know, Jenna Fisher is remarkably fun to watch and so cute and so, you So know. earnest and good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, look, they w- they were able to spin that off. Into and the fact they got part- Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, to be to That's play big. Jim. That was yeah. so cool. Was really nice. He really yeah. reinvented yeah. himself. I know. It's so that, think about, like, having <laughs> to jump Shaved his beard. Hurdle. Yeah. <laughs> Took the hoodie off. I know. Yeah. And just how, mu- how often during rehearsals does he want to just put his manifesto out there for people to read? <laughs> but he, he, he holds back. He's like, it's about, The stuff is at the booth in the back if anybody wants to look at it. It's they about can. Jim and Pam when I'm at right. work. <laughs> and at home, I at can, home, I can do my type. Own thing that's right, I can make it longer. And they right. got Mrs. Robinson to play that part in the warehouse. She brings. I know. <laughs> Here's to you, <laughs> Mrs. Craig Robinson. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of great actors and tiny bits in that show. Yeah. Like, yeah. And uh, that really succeeded against the odds because I remember when I heard they were making it, I was like, I don't want to Everybody watch this. did. Like, People were pissed. Like, how are they going to do it? How are they going to do this? Yeah. How are they going to do it? And their smart in Britain is like a lot of their series last like a dozen episodes. And yep. 13 and then, and then they're gone. And you know how they're even smarter in, in Britain about it is that they – start out as radio shows. I mean, it's kind of amazing. Kind of like this. Mm. I mean, in, in a lot of ways, like podcasting is almost like a, a nod to that in an unintentional way. Like but Flight of the Concords was a radio yeah. show for a couple of seasons. Mighty the Mighty Boosh. Boosh. I don't know if you're a fan yeah, of it. Yeah, I love so Boosh. Good. I love the Mighty Boosh. It's, it was a, and it was a radio show for like three seasons. It was a stage show in Edinburgh. Then it went to BBC Radio and they really sort of cultivated and came up with stories that they ultimately then used. But like you figure out who these characters are. It's as like you actually st- developing something in in many cases it's like the web in a lot of cases or podcasts you know i mean i I think about a podcast like you know like our podcast Mm -hmm. barbara country and you know we're building it in not intentionally as a way like hey this could be a tv show or this could be something else but as you start to do it week in and week out you guys know once you like find certain like go-to recurring pieces and then you start to figure out the rhythms and you're like wait we're actually developing something here so that's the right way to do it. That's the right way to yeah, do it's, it. Yeah, I mean, podcasts are a blast. And it's the thing right now. Everybody's doing them. It's kind of crazy yes. how many people have podcasts know, now. Yeah. And there's a lot of great ones. There's a lot of rubbish ones. They just, sure. just got to poke around. But Rubbish. We but, talk about uh, the British office. Rubbish. Right. rubbish. rubbish. <laughs> What's nice about it is it gives a chance for a lot of really funny people who, you know, a chance to just, you know, get out there and mm-hmm. do stuff. And anybody can listen to it. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, at a moment's notice. It's, and more it's personal. We've, we've done a ton of radio. Uh, we guest host Jim Rome's radio show when he's gone, which is like a massive three opportunity. Hours. It's three hours, wow. terrestrial radio in 220 markets in North, North America. It's huge and a great opportunity, and we absolutely love it. But for some reason, like the podcast feels a little more personal. Like you can take a moment and go. You're not selling any – well, I mean I think we're close to starting to have yeah. like advertising, which I actually think is okay. You know, you want to be able to finance doing this right, stuff. So that I mean, it's, right. Yeah. I mean, yes, I, I do think that like 
eventually you can only do it for so long where you don't get paid anything yeah. to do it because it takes time. We we put a lot of time into our podcast yep. and like it takes time to prepare, it takes time to book the guests, it takes mm-hmm. your time to record it, it takes time to edit it, it takes time to maintain to and get it up, reach out with everybody. the fans yeah. and all that stuff. So yeah, it's advertising is an unfortunate like necessary evil. You got to have that so you can justify spending your time on it but i mean it's just more personal yeah you can break into a long personal story you could do an interview for an hour with people who normally don't get interviewed for an hour it's awesome i love it and it's very different than like a crappy morning zoo show where wait a minute wait a minute don't you talk about crazy shirtless ron like that he (laughs) is Well, you know, you get dragged in at like six in the morning to go on the show for a ten minute segment, and um, you know the hosts have no knowledge of you, get every fact wrong. You know, well, we've always said that about because we grew up with a morning zoo in St. Louis. That so we've always said this in our stand up that like the the morning zoo as like a crazy morning show. They're trying to set it up as a crazy. It kind of falls short of the premise because the zoo like. But like when you think about a zoo, that's like the most controlled environment yeah. ever. <laughs> like right. it's quiet. Yeah. Everything is compartmentalized. Like a zoo in here. It's crazy. <laughs> like a. I mean, imagine like overpriced cheetah pencils. Yeah. <laughs> is that crazy? It's crazy. It's like a bunch of sad animals <laughs> sitting on a bunch of fake. Wishing rocks they were and, somewhere. Yeah, else. dreaming of their natural habitat. Wishing they had something and, to kill yeah. themselves with. It's crazy <laughs> as an underpaid Wee. employee having to give a hippo an enema <laughs> <laughs> and then crying himself to sleep because he doesn't have dental insurance. That is crazy. Good morning. Hey, Top of Joe. the morning to you. We're at the auto dealership at the auto mall. Skibbitabop-bop. <laughs> Oh, guys, I thought of a transition. Oh, transition. Skibbity bop up is a transition? Yeah. Well, that was my transition for the transition. Oh, that was oh, transition. You transitioned. Yeah. Now, do you have a transition I, out I've of the transition? I've been doing a lot of podcasts, so I'm like really good at that. Okay, so, so do it's it. It's okay if you're not there yet. But uh, transmission, uh, not uh, transition in three, <laughs> two, one. So have you guys seen The Social Network? No. That was oh. a segue. That was, um, that was, that was no, nice. because well, it did a minute ago. Okay, so it didn't come out I have well. not seen the social. I when really we were talking about it. advertising and the necessity of trying to do this, but you're doing a pet project, that's when it came to me that it would be a great segue. Okay. But then I was like, yeah. well, just hold on to it. And Hang then on. now we're here. Social network. And now no one's seen no, it. No, I, so, I saw the Friendster pow. short film. Just doesn't count. <laughs> it doesn't count. Doesn't count. <laughs> Terrible. It was over before was it? it even started. So the MySpace movie with Frank Stallone. It's not yeah. nearly as good. <laughs> it's yeah. just I went to the MySpace movie and it was just a bunch of like weird porn stars. And, like, it was really sparkly though. Crappy, crappy, crappy Mexican bands there. <laughs> weird. A lot of uh, sublime shirts. Yeah. Backwards baseball caps. Yeah. yeah. It's a Dodgers game. I practice <laughs> Basically a Dodgers game. It is the Dodgers game. The social I'm feeling so bad about my segue. Right? No. no. Segue was nice. great. It was, it was, bop, bop, hey, hey, that's mocking. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Our segue. Do you know that the guy, the the CEO of the Segway company? Oh, drove, yeah. Yeah. Ran, drove, drove his Segway, his off-road his off, a cliff. off a cliff. And that is the funniest thing ever, I think. It is. And it's Our so joke was in oh. other news, uh, Mariah Carey. A pregnant Mariah Carey uh, slipped on stage. I saw and then, that. Didn't you guys segue, that? Segways can be really tired. <laughs> that is good. Uh, it's so sad. That man gave like $24 million to charity. Like yeah. did all this stuff. And he had why to go like guy? that. Why that guy? You know? Why that guy? I guess he just needed to build more fences. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> hey, off, off-roaded on like 
on uh, really rocky terrain Where that's on the ground. Oh, road. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, off road in the desert. You know what? He had big hopes. It's one of those all terrain segues. Bigger than his stomach. <laughs> all the rage. Bigger than his stomach. Indeed. It doesn't make sense. Oh, it does. But it, was... it needs to. It needs... Okay, so his stomach is little. <laughs> okay, <laughs> his eyes are big like saucers. <laughs> Do you think it like made Richard Branson take pause for a second and be like, "Man, I shouldn't really jump out of this airplane." You, you know, know what? I mean? This He's might like not always, be a good idea. I I'm shouldn't a, sleep I'm with this tie hooker. Adventure stuff. <laughs> like, uh, uh, it's a tie hooker. It could be a boy. It could be a girl. I don't know what diseases are in there. Maybe I should back off. <laughs> I'm Richard Grant. It's not my time. It's not I'm my just, time. Enjoy, no, I, I, these I'm, things come in Enjoy threes. Go-Go okay. Network on my <laughs> plane. Have you flown Virgin America? Yes. yes. Okay. The disco party. Yeah, but purple. he comes on as a cartoon version of him at the beginning of the flight, like making some weird announcement, and he makes like a mile-high club joke. Oh. <gasps> What if you bring your kids on that flight? Made a Mile High Club joke, and then and then, like, and then in the middle of it, he's animated, and as an animated character, is like, "What are we doing here? Who wrote that? Who wrote why, that? Why, why are we doing here?" This? I was like, "Well, you, you probably don't need to animate that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're this isn't live. We're not watching a live cartoon of a human being. We've only got one chance to get this, and Guys, we have to put everything he Branson says in. And he's very busy. He's very busy. Everything that has to go it. in the anime. Even him questioning why we're doing this." We needed two minutes of audio, and this is what we've got. That was live. Branson is animated now. He managed. (laughs) He spent so much money. (laughs) He made it happen. He's made himself an animator. He wanted to be two dimensional. I think that's the same one that the safety instructions are like kind of glib. Yeah. And it's like, oh, if you don't know how to operate a seatbelt, you're obviously this uh, bullfighter. Bull that <laughs> actually bull. I was – yeah, that was – I actually thought that was halfway decent. And the nun who's got all the uh, electronic Technical equipment. Like, that, yeah. that I thought was like cute. But I mean, yeah, definitely like Oof. it's a glib safety. What about the Delta girl? Have you all seen her? No, I haven't Delta seen the Delta video girl. Uh-oh. No, no, I've Delta and she's like whore. Is she a dirty whore? She is such a slut. <laughs> she's boobies out everything. Yeah, really? She is this crazy looking woman that she has. It's not gonna dead eyes, crazy eyes, crazy eyes, Harry Underwood huge eyes, huge mouth, huge kind mouth. of is a slow talker, oh, and boy. it's like she's kind of a porn star the whole time, but right. not really. And she, the whole like all the inflection is if did you get the joke? Did you get the joke? Oh, but really? there's no joke there, happening. No jokes. Oh, Delta Exits girl. are located in row 13. Yeah. <laughs> if you know what I mean. If you know <laughs> what I mean. Uh, we don't. No. All your what does stuff it mean? needs to be stowed up above or below your seat. <laughs> Delta you girl, stop. Why is Delta girl Your lips are so big and shiny. <laughs> You're so pouty. Mm. Lips don't need to be that big. No. Lips don't need to be that big. Except for Angelina Jolie. I love or those Or Jocelyn lips. Do you love Angelina? Insane. You love, love Angelina Jolie's lips? lips? Why? Why? Love chapstick on them. Smooch me. Ooh. <laughs> what? Don't, no. No one? Okay. I'm old school. I'll go for Barbara Hershey and Beach's just... lips. Nice. Those are frightening. I go for jo- <laughs> I go for Jocelyn Wildenstein. Mm-hmm. Oh, cat you know lady. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she had a lot of plastic yeah. surgery. Ooh, yeah. Which we've always yeah. wanted to do a show with her, an improv show with her on MTV and called it Jocelyn Wildensteining Out. <laughs> <laughs> She's just, you go, like, it's, a, it's a prank show <laughs> slash improv show slash people getting like plastic, plastic surgery, surgery show. That like would, I would watch go with that. her on all. Did you not watch that? I would so watch that. Wild and steaming out. Oh Come man, on. that sounds like I am your demographic. Actually, good. Book it. Getting a cannon on the horn. We got bird notice. We've got two shows that we pitched this hour. And Jocelyn Wild steaming out. And this show is going to be a movie. Pun network. You know, it's a bunch of shows that are all. 
on pun title. On pun, <laughs> pun title network. That'd be <laughs> great. But then you have to really follow through. You got to actually yeah. make. You em. actually have to make. Which would be great. What a time suck. What if they're five minute shows? <laughs> there you go. Like, that's great. Here's five of them in one half hour period. And that's what we're going to be playing every half hour. Yeah. Yeah. Just Mad, on a loop. Mad Magazine. We're going to have 80,000 shows a day. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's how we're going to make it happen. Eyes, uh, I was going to say, eyes are bigger than your stomach again. I don't know why I keep saying that to you. Eyes are bigger than I your love stomach. It you doesn't even it. mean it. What I know what it, it means. I mean, but it doesn't mean what I'm using it for today. Oh, the, just that you're... I just want to say it, I think. Say it a lot. Okay. All okay. the time. And most of the time, though, my stomach is bigger than my eyes. I have to... Cole. Um, Cole, you're ruining my bet Sorry Uh, Let's talk a little bit about Held Up The new series on Crackle.com It's so good, guys Thank Thank you you. Very funny Thank you So you guys wrote it And you also star in it Yeah We wrote the the web Well, we didn't create it We wrote the web series There was actually a pilot for Comedy Central That was in like 2007 or 8 I can't remember now But it was written by Gene Hong Who Mm -hmm. is a writer now on Friends with Benefits, but he's oh yeah, yeah he's it's a new show. He's yeah. written on a bunch of, of stuff, and he's he's great. He created the show, and we got cast in it. It actually wasn't even uh, a role for twins, but it was two characters that needed some. So you guys just bust so we, in there together? Yeah, we actually asked the casting person. They were going to have us audition with other people. We said we kind of have something. She was great. Worked Gil, out Gil, a little. Great bit. casting person. I'm going to say her name because I feel like a lot of times. Casting people don't get enough credit, but I always love the ones who are willing to kind of be like, Creative. let's bring yeah. you guys in and see what ha- who are like open to the fact of, look, this might be for one character, but we're going to bring you in and give your take on it. So uh, Gail Pillsbury, great, really nice, nice lady. And so she – And also creator of Pillsbury Dough. Oh, weird. <laughs> she cast the Pillsbury. She cast the Pillsbury Doughboy. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't supposed to be a doughboy. He was getting no work. He was trying to be a soap actor <laughs> as that character, and he was getting no work. And all of a sudden, so she's she, like, "Boom! We're going to reinvent you." Tiny biscuits, and then <laughs> let she, me poke you in the belly. Had, she took his last name. I heard it, it came <laughs> or the first name. She took his first name. I heard it came down between him and Stephen first for the yeah, Doughboy. Yeah, was it could have gone really gone different ways, way. but you know, yeah. What it he was, did with it was Den- great. And Dennis Franz, which was weird. He was on a downtown image. <laughs> he kept showing his butt, though. Yeah, was, yeah. We're like, we get it. It's doughy. It's white. It's not right for he, us. And he was a little, right little too intense for the doughboy. He you was know? way too <laughs> I don't do commercials, all right? I don't do that. I don't do that, all right? But for you, hey, hey. Here, poke me. For you, I'll do it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, but so she, so she let us come in, and it, I, we wouldn't have gotten it if we were... Individually, I don't think either one of us would have gotten the role, but together we kind of presented these things and that they the relationship that worked well for them. And it so, wound up being good for us because we improved a bunch of stuff on the set, and it came off the screen a lot better. Like when you see the pilot on the whole, you could tell that we were just like playing with it to, and, yeah. and taking it into. It just areas. had its own. It had a, a cool energy. The our two characters. So the show didn't get picked up. It kind of hung around for a while. It was on the fence. It didn't go at Comedy Central. And then Sony, just Sony TV really liked it. And they were just like, we got to figure out a way to bring it back somehow. They owned it. It went back to Sony. They, or Fanfare, which was uh, Jamie Tarsus, her company at Sony. And they were like, what, what can we do with this? Sony Crackle uh, had some success with a couple shows, their website. And so they approached Gene and they said, would you be interested in writing like a 16-episode full arc 
five, um, five, sixteen, five-minute episode arc of what the series would have been. And he was like, "I'd love to, but I'm super busy. But you should ask the Sklars to do it because they've awesome. had, which was so nice of him. I was super generous. hugely generous. And we, you know, we had had success with Back on Tops, yep. which was our other web series, and Layers, which was our first web series with Nick Kroll. And so they were like, these guys understand the web and how to write for like five minutes. Yeah. And they get like how to do this. And so we came in and pitched a bunch of ideas, and they were like. Let's do it. That was in February. And then we cast it. So fast. Cast it. Wrote wrote all 16 episodes, which kind of came out to almost like a 115-page script. Like a feature script. Cast it in a couple weeks. That was the other thing. We said, look, can we – we really want to have like a lot of control as to who gets put where. I think like – down the line of casting it, I think, you know, in the actual TV thing, there were a lot of network and studio kind of you choices. Know. People picked a lot. They picked a lot of straight actors who were fine, who did a great job servicing the material. They were good, but they weren't bringing more comedy to the roles. They and weren't. That's always our thing is like, man, we every single ounce and every second has to be laden with something. And so we kind of went down the line and, and said, look, we really, John Dor was someone who we had just he's like, so good. Really he's so funny. So funny. His stand-up so is amazing. His stand-up so is so amazing. original. It's so conceptual. And then, and then his TV show, like I stumbled upon his TV show. I was telling Randy, I was just, I don't know, my wife was, and we were hanging out. It was early on a Saturday night. I think we were just going to be in for the night because we have a little baby and I was watching TV and I turn on IFC and there's this bearded guy who I've never seen before doing some stuff and I'm about to change the channel. I'm literally holding the remote in my hand and like 25 minutes later, I've watched the entire show. Oh my god! I still have the remote in my hand. And I'm <laughs> like, okay, I'm gonna, now I get into the, like the TiVo and I'm like, let me record this series. And every time I saw every episode, I called Randy and I'm like, this guy is you so gotta, You gotta start. And I started watching it and I'm like, absolutely. I mean, it kind of felt like The Office too in that it was on IFC you know, BBC America is not a place where you would normally go. It's a show from another country. It's from Canada. Right. It like came to us, and yet the humor and the comedy translated so much. And we we're like, we've got to. That's always like our first indication that we love something. It's like first time we saw it, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Again, people we didn't know yep. kind of came out of a different. There were actors and whatnot. Uh, the first time we saw it, we were like, how do we get on this show? How do we become a part of this show in some way, shape, or form and get to know these people or whatever? And we wound up getting... And it worked. Yeah, we wound up getting on their yeah. show, which was so much fun, and then became friends with them, and they did layers with us. And, and now Caitlin's in Caitlin's held in held up. Yeah. So, I mean, it was kind of like a nice that we got to know them. Caitlin and John were great together. Yeah, like, in the held up. Yeah, in, in the original pilot, it was more of just a hot... Take charge, chick, and oh, and she is so funny though. What I know, she does with it is so good. Well, thank you, and I think I feel like our attitude was like, let's make John a comedian because yeah. that is who he is, and let's make her really funny. Like, what would be the most like tantalizing thing for a comedian is a funny girl. Yeah. So like someone who that makes her infinitely hotter. She's already attractive, but like you add the fact that she's funny, and then it's like you have a comedy she's, boner for her. Yeah, and, and, I, and I love that. And the John Doors comedian guy is like his tw- all the Twitter jokes, yeah, on his Twitter so feed, funny. and like that. Yeah, like retweeting that, that his joke own tweet, get it back like, out there, retweeting his own thing, <laughs> his own <laughs> and then he retweeted <laughs> yeah. it twice. Yeah. He retweeted his own retweet. Yeah. I just want to get it out just there. Want to get it back <laughs> out there in the world. His like Canadian accent. Just get it back out there in the world. We always give him a lot of grief about his Canadian accent. But they were great, and their relationship, I think, is what the whole series kind of hinges on. Yeah. And the fact that you do you buy it? Do you believe that he's? Really do you want to see them get together? And I just we'd be sitting in the edit and like watching it like on the color correct or whatever, and we'd be like, 
I love these guys. I yeah. want them to get together. I know the story. We wrote it. We're in it. And yeah. we've shot it. I mean, and so a couple of nice things happened. We got uh, Steve Carr who directed Paul Blart Mall Cop and a number of other movies. I mean, he's done so many projects, but I love Paul Blart Mall Cop. But he uh, – he directed this, so he kind of put like lent a feature director's touch to it, and he was really smart about how to take one location, which is what we had, and make it seem different and varied. He was just so smart about that, and he was really collaborative with us. That was the other thing that I love about him. He's a busy guy, you know. I mean, yeah. he, do, he does movies and he does some TV stuff, but so the fact that he really responded to the script, he's with our management company, and they got it to him, and he's like, "I kind of want to do this," and so we did it in ten days. Oh my god! He was fifteen pages. He was just very like Whoa. you guys yeah. want to go i mean we would have thoughts and here we'd be dressed in like batman and robin outfits <laughs> like watching it on like the monitors and we'd be like oh, what if we did this and we talked to him about it and he very generous by the way this is a very generous thing to do he said why don't you go over there and tell them he would let us go over and wow. talk to the actors and they knew we had created it and he did too but it takes a very strong person yeah. to yeah. be able to allow give up the reins of control in that yeah. sort of way. And I thought that was really cool. And as a result, you had people who Eddie Pepitone and Nicole. So funny, and Maria Bamford. Maria Bamford. So funny. Yeah, they're just <laughs> so like everybody, we kind of trusted our, our actors a lot. And yeah. we're like, this is what you're going to bring to it. We're going to sort of play to your strengths. And the end result is a piece that I, we're proud of. We can only compare it to stuff we've done before. And I've loved love back on tops. So we're going to try and yeah. do a third season of that. Like okay. We're in the works of trying to get that going right now, and it's pretty close. But I think this is comprehensively like it, it speaks to a wider audience. It's one of the things we're most proud of. Whiter? Whiter. Yeah, yeah. whiter. Good. Whiter Good. audience. <laughs> it's for the teabag. Teabagger party. <laughs> wider audience. So fatter people. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. So still like fat Big America. Girl. Fat white Big people. Fat, people. <laughs> fat white people. <laughs> So the Walmart crowd. Okay, yeah, good. Exactly. Uh, plus, it does have Sam Levine. Sam oh, Levine, yeah, freaks awesome. and geeks. Man, everyone. very first, very so first fun. guest of the Pop My Culture yep. podcast. He, he was. was? Yeah, yep. I love him. We love. He him. is Sam a Levine. hilarious confection of a human being. Like he was just. We had so much fun. Like just hearing him and his. Like he's just been around the business for a long time, and he's just. He's kind he's of like, like an old, old soul. Yeah, he's, he's an old man, man yeah. and a little yeah. yeah, and like a young person, which body. is why he works so great with Kevin Pollock. Oh, yeah. I love that. Like, yep. it's, I love that show. It's love little Pollock show. and big Pollock. Like, really, like because Pollock was that Pollock guy. Is that, that guy, guy too? He's yeah. the yeah. old timey comedian. Yep. In, in a forty year old, forty five, whatever he is, maybe he's fifty now. But like that guy, and then you add Sam in the mix, and they're great together. I love it. I did karaoke with Sam once, and of course he did Mac the Knife. I was like, of course you were going to do Mac <laughs> What else do would he do? I was yeah. going to say, that might be a little too cutting edge. He might have gone a little too modern, too current. Yeah, too wow, current. for Sam Levine. Wow. They didn't have any Jolson. it up he in the new like millennium. Getting, yeah, go back into like the Cab Calloway what catalog. What was, your, what was your selection that evening? Do you remember? Ooh, uh, it might have been Harder Rock and Roll by Huey Lewis. Well, Mostly nice. because it, it, it kind of has an instrumental that goes forever at the end, and you can just start naming other cities that the Harder Rock and Roll In Cleveland. Detroit. <laughs> I won tickets to see Huey Lewis in the news, uh, and I got sixth row seats in St. Louis when we were kids uh, at a walk with Israel. So Whoa, you got your you got congrats. your news first. Uh, I got my news first. That's right. <laughs> exactly. I was on the front edge of the news. <laughs> yeah, but that was I was always so excited. In no, that but the song. best part about that is that. Uh, Opening up for Huey Lewis in the news at the time was Stevie Ray Vaughan. Whoa. So we got to see Stevie Ray Vaughan before he died. But wow. like like one of the greatest 
blues, blues. White, personally one of the best white blues guitar players ever ever yeah. ever let alone like one of the great i mean people would argue that he's just in the pantheons of great blues guitars but we were such huey lewis and you we were in sixth grade and all, we were like maybe 14 <laughs> that all throughout like steve oh, ray set were like get off get off you want no. the news not this the weather sucks <laughs> get into a helicopter accident no we did not say uh, he did his not. version of little wing is like one of my favorite things uh, ever. unbelievable unbelievably good unbelievably good and i personally his the live version of pride and joy that he did on the mtv unplugged he was one of the first guys to do that is like one of the most electric performances because the crowd is like they're all on top of him and they're mm. i mean if you get a chance to go back and it's probably, i think it's on one of the youtube it or yeah. uh pride and joy steve ray Vaughan. it's just electric it's uh, we just that's just such a sign of us not knowing what the hell we were the gift we were given i mean really for a bunch of people who were there that day they're like hey we get to see Stevie Ray Vaughan. You're in sixth grade. Be nice to yourself, okay? I won't be nice. No, be we nice. should have known better. We were idiots. <laughs> we should have done known better. Idiots. Get should have told you what was up. Yeah, get, get off. You remember when MTV used to have music on it? That no. was funny. That was a great time. Those are good times. And then they, then they created MTV2 because they wanted to do programming on MTV and would put the music over on MTV2. MTV. And then they're like, oh, but we, but should, we should do shows here. Yeah. Let's move. Let's do MTV3. Except when they did Wonder Shows. And that was my favorite yeah, show. That was <laughs> pretty as dark as it would get. That ridiculous. was so freaking dark and but so funny. Sketch to sketch, like I would vary from like cracking up and being like, yeah. Just being like so, like my <laughs> wife couldn't watch it. I was like, man. And then once you have kids, you're like, I, I can't. Yeah, the kids <laughs> changes it a little. Did bit. you got? How did you feel about the Katy Perry scandal? Oh, uh, on Sesame, Sesame Street. Street? Did, I don't know did the you whole have scandal. Feelings as no, a no, no. So they she did a bit with Elmo, right? Which I, I heard Sesame about. Street decided not to air because she's too much. showing too much cleavage, right? And I mean, I watched it. I didn't think it was exciting, like titillating, but uh, I just thought it was good bad. Word. Yeah, good no, word. Good it was good like boobs. Boobalation. I just wasn't impressed. Yeah. She just she's a pot stirrer, definitely. Yeah. Like that's her thing. Like she likes to stir she's the also pot. Young, like when you think about it, what, is she like twenty three, twenty four? Maybe I think twenty four is about right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about your judgment when you were twenty three or twenty four. Sesame so. Street. That's who we should be blaming. Well, they're like, yeah. <laughs> really, you want to? Who do you want to book next? Like Eminem, Kanye. I mean, it's like you film the segment. Kanye's like, been on. Sesame you know Street. what she's yeah? wearing. Yeah. I if didn't you, know that. If you had an issue with her wardrobe, I would think that on set somebody. <laughs> Be like would, would be there from the, representing the street officially. It was like, right. uh, let's put a <laughs> street, let's put a sweater. Street marshal, right. <laughs> exactly, ma'am. Let's get our street team out there and uh, <laughs> throw a mock turtleneck on her. What did Kanye do? What did Kanye do? Uh, I don't know. I think he did something great. Something he, was went, it as he good wouldn't as let SNL? Grover finish. Did you guys see that this weekend? No, I his did SNL not. performance. I, I'm tivoing it. It's I mean, it's it's TV. recorded. I have to watch. It's pretty it. insane. It's so good. Honestly. Oh my god, I can't wait. I'm, I'm a little behind. We've had just people over and and just people staying with us, and it's like you get to the end of a day with two little kids, and, and like you, you want to watch one show. You can get you can either have room for one show or none. I mean, like we just have to get to a certain point. You're like, yeah, like my wife had has jury duty this week. And, Ooh. like, she did the orientation online. So, like, she watched for an hour and then got a certificate. And I was like, ooh, let's frame that. <laughs> but you made it through the orientation online. But it was like, that's what sh- that is what she had in her. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It was like and all I could do. Done. And then after that, it was like, well, it's 
you know, it's 1045. If we start getting into stuff, we're not going to be done until and one. And you're not going to be ready in the morning to and be up at 630 to taking get care of a going. human. He's super yeah. dead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. To actually be doing things the right way. So I feel like so. But it bums me out because stuff like that happens. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we should have seen it. I wanted to see it. So Well, you've got it. It's okay. I know. Yeah, we're it's okay. on. It's, it's in. We're good. Especially now if there's anything that's remotely popular, like it's ruined on Twitter 10 Ooh, seconds yeah. later. Done. <laughs> done. So if, you, if there's a sporting event that you want to watch, don't go near any don't social near network Twitter. tools. No. Never. Go near it. Yeah. Like Never. I, I woke up this morning and looked at ESPN.com and saw like that the United States got lost on the Ryder Cup and lost at the very end. Spoiler the, alert. Sorry. Well, I mean, Just when this comes yeah. out, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of Ryder Cup fans <laughs> who, who listen <laughs> to this podcast. Yeah. yeah. It's That's like our demographic is basically. like Ryder Cup yep. fans, people who watch golf. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, man, you ruined it. You There's know, like, so many Ian Poulter fans on this <laughs> of this show. It's and, really weird. Yeah. Graham McDowell. I mean, the Graham Reaper. So it's hard. Like my my brother and I were playing in a softball league that just finished up, but um, we watch nice. the Lions games every week together. Yes, yeah. we're from Detroit, and like that's what we do. Sure. And uh, you know, we we had that's games nice. that were in the morning on Sunday over the first couple of weeks of the seasons. We had to tape the games and then just try to get back to watch them and we not doing, see or talk to anybody. anybody. We were we would try to like plug ears, and still like we're at the game, and some of the other teams are like, oh, Lions are actually up on blah blah blah. And we're like, really? No. Oh, really? Ugh. But just, I mean, the good news is, even if someone says the Lions are up on anyone, you know they're, they're going to lose. lose. Yeah. So, like, you have in your mind that it's it is the Lions. They are actually a lot better. This Sean Hill, they're, man, they're in every single game right now. They are, and that's they actually all won, you can ask won for. the first game, and that's all you can ask did, is that they are in every single game. Yeah, and, and exactly. you know what? You'd almost want them to be in every game and lose a lot more, and then get another great draft pick, and then next year come back and be great. Look at the hard. Rams. I mean, the we are St. Louis Rams fan, and the Rams. You just checked out. <laughs> I literally, I literally, I saw I saw your eyes roll back in your head, and you just literally were thinking about what you had to like automatically. Did I, I like pay Rams. my LADWP bill? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the same those Rams got a new yeah, quarterback, Sam Bradford. He was great. the one number one overall pick, and he's making a difference. Making a difference. Team, team making that won difference. one game last year out of fifteen, and they're now two and two and a half. It, it, they're going to be pretty decent. Yes, so it's, good. It's, it's exciting. <laughs> it's like you know when one person turns it around. It's I, I'm excited because I think you can translate that across all things. Like when one person steps up and does something that's really interesting and exciting and changes the way uh, you, yeah, if you look at sports, Lady Gaga. If you look at sport, yes. Meat, meatloaf purse. Meatloaf purse. Who that doesn't have a meatloaf game. purse that now? Changed the <laughs> game F- changer. Our mom used to make meatloaf and put a hard-boiled egg in the center of it. Whoa, that's so my a meatloaf My question is, purse. does that meatloaf purse have a hard-boiled egg just like a if hard-boiled egg? Tell me, lock. Lady Gaga. She's not balling the right way. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Get that hard-boiled egg in there. That's a that's a soft boiled purse if you ask me. <laughs> I used to have bologna with an egg, like fried bologna with an egg oh. in the middle. Well, yeah, we our dad would make uh, fried salami, fried salami, salami and eggs, salami mm. and eggs, salami and eggs. I used to dinner. eat pickled bologna all the time. Ew. Pickled bologna. It came like in ring form, and then you would just cut it. It's like a, a ring, like, like, like a center is gone. There, did it come with? Yeah. Did it come with two paddles to shock your chest to like <laughs> get you back up? Uh, but you would just you basically would, you would just cut little slices and have it with, like cheese and crackers. Sure. Oh, like, oh, well. just, like a suddenly this becomes a cornichon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Right. It's actually really good. I'm I, sure. I would. Your I would import okay. it. Like you hands can, up. I love meats. I love pickled uh, pickled things. So you are speaking. Those are two. It's really yummy. I would import it from Michigan every once in a while. Import it. 
Well, you did know, it, did you have to, to, did you have to bring it through customs? It That's the worst. <laughs> well, I was sending it to the oh, you get to the, why. You, yeah, get why to, so weird. you get to the California border, and it's like, oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know we can get this in here. What was weird is that you had mules bring them across the border. That is very unsavory. In giant balloons. It's like there was no need to do that. To send it through Mexico and have them put it in tiny balloons in their stomachs and then shit them out and then so you could eat them. That's so weird. I made them wear fake beer. And sunglasses too. <laughs> so the weird. The, the women, donkey. The women, <laughs> the women too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing like a pregnant woman with a beard and a fake. Neck, and baloney up her butt. Hey man, I'm just I'm, I'm 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 bringing this baloney here for my kids. <laughs> I'm doing it for my kids. <laughs> All right, Whoa. let's do first. Let's. I think it's so time to do good. first. Every podcast we do a first. Great. This is the first I rigged up for you guys. Rigged up like it's some sort of booby trap. <laughs> <laughs> so pull on this thing here. <laughs> no! <laughs> I know the there's wall. a bucket over my head. <laughs> uh, you guys are avid sports fans, as sure. we just established. Sure. Uh, what Me is too. the first sports card or collectible you can remember being proud of owning? Oh, that's good. I wonder if we'd have the same one because we shared a lot of stuff. But uh, what would it be? Think of your answers independently. Okay. <laughs> Just think of it. You can help each other. Collectible or... Or card. Or card. That's a great question. That's a great question. What is the first one? I'm I trying to think a... what came first. Like, we were in a bowling league when we were kids. And uh, yeah. we got, like, patches. These little, like, patches that you could, I guess, iron on to something or something. So onto your shirt, your bowling shirt. I still shirt. have nice. it at home in St. Louis. Um, there was a... I won, like... If you beat your average, like you developed an average, a yeah. bowling average in your league, and then if you beat that average, uh, you got a patch that said, I beat Earl Anthony, who Earl Anthony was a huge bowler at the time. Right. From St. Louis. Left-handed bowler. From St. Louis. No, Bo no, Burton was from okay. St. Louis. So Earl Anthony, and I got a patch that said, I beat Earl Anthony, and that, and that was, was like a, my prize. That was a collectible possession. thing. Wow. I Ever. think, uh, you know, we had had some cards. I, we we came into a windfall of our our cousins who were like ten years older than us who lived in uh, Canton, Ohio. They had a bunch of cards that were like down in their basement, and they let us have like the full nineteen seventy two and nineteen seventy three. So I remember as kids, we sort of like we had that we were bequeathed that stuff, and I remember it just being a treasure trove of stuff. And so it's not, maybe not one card. I mean, because I do remember we did have some cards. We had like a Dale Murphy rookie card or something. Ricky Henderson rookie. Ricky Henderson rookie was probably. Probably really good. And then, like, we had, like, a hockey card, like a Guy Lafleur hockey card. And we had, like, a Gretzky rookie hockey card. And, like, those things were really, you know, you got them from a pack. You know, you went and bought it at the store and got them. And that was, like, really... I love it. And, and of course, like our, our show back on tops is about the Tops Trading Card Company. Yeah. So it's, like, memorabilia and stuff like that is... You, we've been to card shows, you know, like we had to sell a bunch of our baseball cards to fix our car when oh. Randy drove over the median. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I think for, for me, as far as a collectible went is, um, your bowling thing made me remember that I did this thing when I was a teenager called bowling camp, which <laughs> sounds like ridiculous. Genius. It's like the antithesis of space camp. Exactly. Cole got so uh, much booty in high school. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it was it was only a week, and it was from like eight a.m. Only to, a week. No, I feel way. like that should yeah, that's cover right. it. Yeah. It was an actual <laughs> camp. It, they just called it that. It was like yeah. eight a.m. to noon yeah. for five days. You bowled, and they like taught you how to bowl. And at the end of the week, they had a tournament, I love and then it. you bowled in the tournament. And the top three got trophies. Sure. I want to do that right now. Is that it's amazing? I want that to be my life. Think about how. 
not going to get my kids camp. into it. <laughs> the summer before, my friend Matt did it, and he's like, oh, it's really fun. You got to do it. And he got third place and got this giant trophy. Like Huge. a giant trophy. Biggest thing you've ever seen. So, exactly. So we did it. Matt, man, I got to get one of those. <laughs> I did it with my friend Matt. And uh, I bowled like a 194 what? on the tournament day. What? Which is like, How old were you? I was like 14. That's insane. So, That's insane. Uh, but the, t- the guy who bowled it, this guy, Jerry Nunnally, you taught who had bowled the 300 once. He had a little plaque up. was just like, amazing. whoa, okay. So I totally get this kid some important. killed that Pickles tournament. Like, pork. won that tournament. Um, so you got the hugest trophy. No. They it had budget tough. cutbacks. So oh. the trophy I got was this tiny, dinky little thing. Oh, God. Which had, like, a, like one little guy on the top bowling and right. then um, had, like, the, the, the little ticker tape on it that, like, you know, you know the thing is, this is, yeah. like, first place bowling, like Davis like bowling camp. Out. On there, and I was like, "So That's you get it. third place, and you get this gigantic monstrosity Matt. of a thing, and, and I get and this it, tiny little." And do you now look back at that and say that was God or whoever's way of foreshadowing the recession that we're living through right now? I think now? it was. Yeah. Well, you taught the you same work that you're that doing today. It. If you had done it's it three years so ago, less. yeah, nope. and, and that was your first lesson in that. So I'm. Glad and you, you just went need to that. be pleased with yourself. That's where bowling camp comes in and teaches your real life lessons. That's right. Bowling That's camp right. gets real. <laughs> bowling, so bowling your big kid do bowling camp. Bowling they come camp back a man. Down in it. You think you, we made girl, fun of whatever? We made fun of bowling camp. I take it back. Thank you. That's You're all. Welcome. That's all I wanted to hear. The name <laughs> as I said, mission, mission say accomplished. The whole I can't say I'm it. Sorry, Vanessa, I, I came here. I came here to do one thing, and that's get an admission out of you that bowling camp is you worthwhile. Got what you need. There. Well, the name bowling camp go. just makes it automatically open to crazy mocking. Like you just you, you picture a bunch of kids going away to bowling camp for the summer. <laughs> it sounds terrible. But like you have, you know? like like you have to or pack. sleeping in an alley or something <laughs> like that. Like, what did yeah. you do all summer? From from eight to nine, we sprayed shoes. <laughs> Hot dogs. Like, you'd have to pack all your clothes in a bowling bag. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever doesn't fit doesn't fit, kids. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> when I started, you get your mind. <laughs> uh, terrible. Sorry, terrible. So terrible. You, Vanessa, you were saying. Oh yeah, I grew up in upstate New York, and hockey is very big. Yeah. Sure. And um, at a garage sale, I got some hockey cards, nice. and I. Brought him to school and noticed to get me some attention nice. from the men, from the and boys. so I just started saying I collected hockey cards, and then at all these garage sales I would get them, and I had big tens of hockey cards, and I would just memorize, like I'd pick a few to memorize sure. things yeah. on. Yeah. Um, but I had no, I didn't like any hockey. of it, but I just kind of liked the allure of being the girl that liked hockey, and that's, that's kind great. of. But then I got into dinosaur trading cards. Remember the show? The the not the mama. Yeah. Bam, bam, that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I transitioned into that, which I felt a little closer. Were you into dinosaurs as a kid? Not the. Well, yeah, I was. The creatures and then the show really got me. I didn't know the show. I think that's a little oh, after our time. I yeah. think you're a little younger than us. But uh, it's a pretty cool show, guys. It was wow. a yeah. time yeah. show. Yeah, it was, it was and it like was really good. ABC at night. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like the big dinosaur costumes were there. Yeah, my kids. Theme song done by Dinosaur Junior. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> it was uh-huh. edgy, but it worked. Okay. <laughs> My kids uh, watch a thing called Dinosaur Train, which I, I oh. love that they're – I do really love the idea of girls being, like, super into, like, you know, ichthyosauruses. And, you I was know. really into Triceratops. I know, right? Which yeah. doesn't exist. They just came out with that. So did you hear that? The Triceratops don't yeah, exist? Yeah, the science just came oh out to gosh. ruin everything for everybody. And Why like, did you just tell me that right What about – They're like Triceratops. No they, 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 fossil records have shown that, like, the Triceratops is actually just, like, a youth version of, like, an Allosaurus or some other, no. other thing. No. So now, but what they're talking about doing is the less popular dinosaur, just renaming that Triceratops. 
What? No. Oh, yeah. Since it's like basically the same thing. They're just an adult version. And, and it's oh like that's gosh. that's like the dinosaur version of these go to 11. Yep. <laughs> 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 that. All right, this is Triceratops. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, boy. I'm so I had, a, I had a follow-up Thanks. question, too. Cool. Um, sure. Is there, is there any player you can remember getting like too many of in packs of cards so you just like decided you hated that player? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There were so many. And they were like, we just love, like we kind of were talking about this, what we loved about collecting cards but i think we kind of loved the sort of crazy hair weird like the bake there was a bake mcbride McBride. ross grimsley there was a great nerd you can nerd out on baseball cards like and and that is what i think i feel like we kind of touch on that when we do our show when we do scalabro country Mm -hmm. our podcast we try and make it accessible to nerds of all shapes and sizes yeah (laughs) because you're basically saying it's the same it's the same part of your brain that, like, the reason why you love a comic book or why you love an indie band or why you love a dinosaurs. TV show or, or dinosaurs movie or, or dinosaurs <laughs> or movies or whatever. It's, you know, it's the same thing. It's just different subject matter. But, like, so, there was this, like, there's the legend that uh, Billy Ripken, like, Cal Ripken's brother on mm-hmm. a card, like, had a bat and sometimes they would take pictures at spring training and they would have the players and like they'd swing the bat to where like the camera's right in front of the the very end of the barrel of Uh-oh. the bat so the bat looks huge and then it right. comes back and the players holding the bat but at the on the bottom of his thing he had written fuck you that's right i remember <laughs> on, that yeah it's like it was the, the billy ripkin fuck you card, yeah. card. and Whoa. and so like you always try and look for that and try that to, to me is akin to the triceratops story yeah. it's like you know yeah. like there's or like someone going oh there's a mistake in you know, number forty nine of Silver Surfer. Gotta like, get it. You got to get that and see. Yeah, I had a Nolan Ryan card that had like a, a reversed, a switched back from another card. Yes, it was like super rare, super rare. Or like uh, Hank Aaron had uh, his, his his the way wrist. he would hold the bat was wrong. He would like oh, it was it was a uh, yeah cross his wrist right. or something. Like and there was one where they were, they weren't right, and, and you wondered. Uh. Why. Like I just remember as kids, like kind of knowing those legends and and you know, and it, it was pre internet, obviously, and yeah. so like the. Legend Legends kind of carried. They've kind of went around. It was just a. It was really Who a was cool someone thing. we got a ton of that we didn't like. Who we did, got a ton of like? Uh, who did we get a ton of that we didn't? Larry like? Bittner. Yeah, <laughs> like a guy. Like a ton of Larry on the Cubs Bit- on the Cubs. You get a lot of or Barry Foot. Barry was another guy. Uh, so you, much hate in your voices. What's hard is you only Bittner. get like you know twelve <laughs> cards a pack or whatever. Right, or or nowadays, like two in some packs, which is awful. And it but just, um, you get a dozen cards, and then it's like it, it's like you you're get wasting three of one guy. guy yeah, because I, I actually feel responsible for the death of a major leaguer. Who? Uh, Bo Diaz. Who oh was, yeah, who was God died because he was up on the top of his roof fixing his, his cable. cable satellite satellite got, dish. Yeah, crushed by a satellite dish. Yeah. I used to get him in every pack, and he was a catcher for the Cincinnati Reds at the time. And I would get him all the time, and I was like, Ugh, Bo Diaz. And then a couple of years later, I read that online and I went, oh, my God, it I killed me. Bo Diaz. I <laughs> killed Bo Diaz. <laughs> Responsible. I'm sorry. Bo Diaz would be a great name for like an indie rock band, though. Oh, it? yeah. It would be great. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, we are Bo Diaz. Yeah. Coming up that next. Sounds good. The Dust Bunnies. The dust Bunnies. <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. Hard act to follow. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to follow, Bo Diaz. It is. It really is. All right, let's do the question, shall we? You go first. I'm going to start with my five. That's how it goes. And then uh, we'll do the then, then, then we got to roll up our sleeves. Yeah. That's right. Then we got work to do. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. So, this is just some nitpicky crap about some of the projects you have done. Okay. Question one sure. You played Earl, uh, brothers Earl and Buck Dubel in the hit biker comedy Wild Hogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the name of the evil biker gang that Ray Liotta fronts? Oh, my God. What were they, Rand? Oh, man. 
Oh God! No, I haven't think so about this. Okay. I've seen it. I haven't thought about it. It's a great it's question. She gives you clues if uh, it's in Spanish. Uh, Does it look like the El Diablos or no? The close. Think hotter, hotter. Uh, El. Uh, well, oh, blank God. taco. What kind? You know that chain, blank taco. Del. Yeah. And then the next word. Hot. Del Fuegos. Del Fuegos. They can hear you whispering. <laughs> no, answers. they can't. No. Okay, okay. <laughs> we'll edit clues. that That's out. terrible yeah. that we didn't know that. Edit it out in post. Wow. All right. Now nice. you'll know it forever. There you go. Question two. Uh, question. You play the brother Styles in the Anthony Anderson, Eddie Griffin, Michael Curioli <laughs> comedy, My Baby's My Daddy. Baby Daddy. Uh, sure. uh, when the brothers are signed by Drive By, played by Tony Lister, uh-huh. he mm. says that they remind him of the white version of what rappers? Oh, oh God. Isn't that great? They're like, you're like a white, white Eminem? No. No, because uh, no, uh, no, he is white. I know. You're like a white, <laughs> a white... That wasn't White Run DMC. No. Nope. Uh, hey, you don't belong here. I'm going to shun you and make you an... Oh, the White Outcast. You like hey, the White Outcast. White Outcast. Yeah, like yeah, like White Outcast. Yeah. <laughs> and you celebrate it with milk and, and cookies. Milk and cookies. <laughs> dip, dip, fool, dip. dip. <laughs> I'm dipping. I'm dipping. <laughs> all right, question three. White Outcast. God, we're terrible. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, you it's played like... super fans in the 2007 David Keckner football spoof, The Comebacks. Uh-huh. The ill-fated running back on the team went by what name? Oh. God. Oh, uh, um, uh, ACL Tear. There you go. Yeah, boom. And he keeps saying it's ACL Tear. ACL Tear. ACL Tear. ACL Tear. I don't know ACL Tear. Yeah, that's right. That was funny. Come on, I got that. I love Keckner. He's hilarious. Great. There's a lot of funny people in that movie. Will Arnett was in that movie. Yeah, I mean, a lot of funny people were in it. Dax Shepard. I mean, there were really good people in that film. So, what can you say? There you go. Question four. Mm-hmm. You hosted the ESPN original program, Cheap Seats Without Ron Parker. Sure. Mm-hmm. Which is often compared to Mystery Science Theater 3000. Mm-hmm. In fact, which three MST3K alums cameoed on the show? Uh, Tom Servo, uh, Crow T, mm-hmm. and, uh, well, I mean, the people themselves were Bill Corbett, uh, Kevin Nelson. Murphy, and Mike T. Oh, Nelson. There you go. Boom, boom. That which episode, uh, they were in a great breaking episode. First episode, season two. Right. That Which I believe really you guys good. met them at Sketchfest, right? We did through you guys. Through you guys, yeah. yeah. You guys had us this before our show was on the air, but we were in the process of developing it, and you had us uh, moderate a symposium with those guys at Cobb's Com- the new Cobb's Comedy Club, the huge one, the new and, cavernous Cobb's Comedy. And giant. we were able to sit and talk to them, and our, we wanted to talk to them and say, "Look, we've got a show coming out that it's it's that, but for sports, we're huge fans of yours. We don't want you to think that we're copying or stealing, and you know, this is our attitude." Toward it's going to be a little more sketch oriented, but you know they were really cool. They're like we're fans of you guys, and we're like, oh, we got to uh. figure out a way to get you guys to come on the show. And we did through the whole first season. We figured it out and worked it out with their producer or whatnot. And then they made fun of us while we were making fun of things. It was perfect. So awesome. they're like the sweetest guys. In the world. I love them. I, I love them. We become all the time riff tracks, and they're amazing. Amazing. Great, great dudes. Love it. Uh, question five: You play bank robbers Batman and Robin on mm-hmm. the Crackle original series. Held up. Robin can't stand Indian food for what reason? Cilantro. And it's true in I hate cilantro and it's true in real life. And my wife is the one who like started to say that she hated cilantro and I was like, I would eat it before. But then I started to be like, Why why do you hate cilantro? And she explained to me because she thinks it tastes like soapy, like dishwashing detergent. And I would start to eat it and I was like oh uh-huh. god I can taste it I know exactly what you're talking about and she basically changed my mind I it angers me that he could <laughs> in his own that really right. upsets him had he come uh-huh. to that decision on, on his my own, own he'd be fine with it right. but the fact that like I was influenced by someone 
And Brainwash, I don't really. like. Thank you mm-hmm. for saying You're that. Welcome. I don't you. like cooked Don't onions. I'll eat onions in a salad, but like I now have turned my wife off of cooked onions. You so like we have like that effect on each other. Couple. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. It's like influenced by brainwashing. It's like, you know, it's like a little mini Food Scientology. Is, it's really weird. <laughs> it's not okay. Well, guys, take your Good tops questions. off. All right. Uh-oh, here, here we go. go. Those, are, those oh, are the easy ones. Those are the easy ones. There it yeah. is. I just want to see if this gets on the air. Okay. <laughs> good. That was good. Uh, have you guys met Mary Kate or Ashley Olsen? Never. No, and I will Never. fight them if I see them. No, I would give them a big they hug. They seem really sweet. And a donut. Mean. Which one killed Heath Ledger? I can't remember. Oh. <laughs> Wait, too soon? She had nothing to do with that. Um, I, which one had sex with uh, Lance Armstrong? Too soon? Too soon? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I probably would. It, it, it probably, I, would I would love. We, yeah. I'd I would love like to meet them. They seem like very fashionable girls. Yeah, okay. they seem like cool. It's Vanessa's personal quest. She asks all the guests. <laughs> sure. Oh, okay. Great. We're over 24 so now. <laughs> okay. Take it around. I don't know why people haven't seen yeah, them. Yeah, why do people not see them? Now the mystery grows with every episode. Like, I think they live in a cave what? somewhere. Where have they been? I yeah. think you, like you see them in they New live York in a cave City, under Manhattan. No, like what happens is like like they, come they up live a fashion like, week every year. <laughs> they just get like at some point at the end of a party, they go up on the roof and a helicopter whisks them away. Just <laughs> so, like four. climb up with your chopper, chopper four. four. <laughs> That's its real function. Okay, guys. Next. Now, you're going to have one of your body parts replaced with a delicate woman's body part. Mm-hmm. What do you choose? No internal organs, and I'm not talking about boobies or down unders. I'm talking about like, oh, you have a lady arm, you have a lady leg. Right, right, right. Exactly. What would it be? Yeah. Okay, go ahead, Jay. I think I could deal with lady ears. Oh, no. No. I'm sorry. I'm retracting that. (laughs) Oh, wait, no? Lady ears. Come on. Lady ears are dainty. Lady ears can be I think that's a good. I think that's a good. You have very nice ears. I have very little ears. Yeah. Tiny ears. Lady ears. Uh... I think, I you know what, I, I don't... don't think that's feminine. That, enough. You, oh, you mean... I think it is. I, I okay. say Okay, you know what? You know what? I would, I would say... I would, I would totally be cool with having a lady vagina instead of my mangina. Okay. I would, I would be, I'd be okay <laughs> with that. I'd be okay with a woman's vagina. I would love vagina. to replace my the current lower back I have with a Ooh. lady's lower back with the two dimples. No, I don't think I'm going to get a tramp stamp. All right, fine. <laughs> butterfly on the back. <laughs> come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. Come, my butterfly. Okay, what a great. crazy town. <laughs> You're going to have your pinky removed. Uh-huh. Of but course. It's, well, no, I guess you get to either keep your pinky mm-hmm. or you get it chopped off and you're good at one sports act of your choosing. So you're the best pitcher or the best whatever. Like Ronnie, it's like the story of Ronnie Lotz. It is. It is. Would it you? Is. No, you know he had a part of his finger removed, like snapped off in a game. And then oh, like, really? went back in the game and played the rest of the game with it off. Yikes. That's crazy. What? Well, so, so what's the question? You, you get to you get either... either keep yourself in whole form and not cut off your pinky or have it chopped off and, and sewn then... up. And then you're really good at one sports act. The best at that. Yeah. So oh. it would be free throws or something. Oh, I don't know. It's sports. just a pinky. I would absolutely I would totally do the sports the thing. I would yeah. lose the pinky and be like the what best pitcher pick? ever. Like the, the best. I'd be able, I want to be able to dunk a basketball. Yeah. That'd Ooh. be my dream. To like play basketball and be like an insane, like the white guy who no one expects to be good and then just dunk. Be like, no pinkies, bitches. Yeah. That's right. And then hang, on the hang on the rim. Hang on the rim. What's up? <laughs> hey, yo. Okay. A wizard appears mm-hmm. and offers you either – these are two options. You have. By the way, this has happened to me. Okay. So, I mean, okay. you're basically you're talking ready. about my real life. Okay. <laughs> I went through these vlogs. <laughs> <laughs> I found out some stuff about you. you. A grand wizard is different than a wizard. You do do Oh, sorry. Okay. So this wizard does or does not have a hood. Okay. Uh, okay. A Forehead wizard. hair, a.k.a. your hair, starts growing 
at your eyebrows uh-huh. and then goes all, all the way, way back. back. Uh-huh. And it doesn't look like bangs or anything. It looks like your hair starts here and right. it, you comb it back. Right, right. Okay? And a little hair onto your eyelids. That mm-hmm. much hair. Mm-hmm. But you always have a body that is the perfect temperature. No matter what's going on outside, you feel great. Yeah. Okay? Or one of your ears is moved to your neck. Mm-hmm. Your right ear, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Let's get specific. Right. But you have perfect pitch. Like can sing anything? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, I'll do that. I'll do this singing one because I wish I could sing. <laughs> I would Terrible do the voice. hair thing because you could always <laughs> shave it. Oh, like no. shave it down. You no. can't shave it down? Or you no, have to live I, with it. You have to live with it. You can't get a loophole in her you can't get a scenario yeah. around it. This, because this then what's the challenge? Terrible. What I, is the challenge? I would just wear turtlenecks like, all the time. I wear hats. Turtlenecks. I turtleneck the hat thing. Get the ear off. You become the hat guy. You become like the guy from Fat Albert who the hat's over the eyes. Oh, Mushmouth. Yeah. Mushmouth. We'll be Okay. All right. And now? I'd say turtleneck. I still would say turtleneck. And you know what I would say? You can't wear a turtleneck if you, you have an ear on your ear neck. Off. You, show you that make ear. your choice and you live with it. I think the choice. hair is less, uh, you know. I mean, I think like the. I'd ear, have the ear on my neck. You'd have the ear on the neck. Because in pictures, at least, you could be like, hey, and turn so your ear doesn't. Yeah, but you're talking about loopholes right <laughs> no, now. No, all day people can you're look at you, but in a picture. You gotta own and it. And in a picture, <laughs> you would have forehead hair. Unless you were wearing a hat. Unless you're wearing a hat in the picture. LL Cool okay. J style. Candle. Way down, down low. Way, Way down, down low. low. Hey, right. lady, want me to take my hat off? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Look at my hair. Okay. You have disturbed a troll, mm-hmm. and now you must choose between punishments. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about this okay. question. Let's hear it. Okay. This is like a C.S. Lewis novel. <laughs> All right. I feel, like Christianity. I feel like we have <laughs> slightly less or more. Who knows? We'll, we'll find out. You must either eat a human burger, so it's a burger made of a person. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, you didn't kill the person. You don't know the person. But they weren't bad. That's all you know. They weren't a bad guy. Okay. Right. Were they killed or were they? did they just die? They were killed in the name of this burger. But it was like... For this yes, human for burger. for this burger. Okay. Yeah, pretty hard. But that you didn't see it, it happen. That changed it. Or have a procedure where someone else's poop is put inside of your butt. <laughs> and your butt's... <laughs> and your butt what? I love this This is crazy. And your butt what? what Finish butt it off. Do? Finish it. Finish your it butt is so shut. And you can never crap again. <laughs> and, you have, and you have to contain their poop in your body. So <laughs> you really are. Finish it out. Finish it, out. Finish it off. Okay. Okay. Get home. <laughs> you butt is- plant the seed of uh, transfer into poop. like the Carol Burnett cast okay. over here. Lock okay. it down. Get your focus, girl. Okay. So the the poop is inserted into your butt. Mm-hmm. Butt is sewn shut for a day, and you have to walk around with a stranger's poop in your butt. I'd do that. Easily. I'd do that. I would do that. I would Whoa! not. I would rather than eating human burger. <laughs> I would definitely. I'm a vegan and I'd eat a human burger no, before I'd have a. No, no you would not. Not if that's the reason me. that the person died. I couldn't okay, do it. so let's take that out. Nobody dies in the. Nobody did. So, so someone died in, and, and they and, were made into a burger. And they were made into a burger. Yeah, let's take the murder out of it. You're what not if I wasn't told that it was a human burger? You're making this choice. The troll has given you your option. Uh, <laughs> I'd still put the poop in the butt. <laughs> Stranger poop in your butt. You can, like you can take, you can literally, worst. yeah, well, you can. Why? How is that so bad? I would, I would go it's to violating. a spa and get like 18,000 showers. Wash buddy. Yeah. Just, how often you actually get to say, I'd still put the poop in the butt. <laughs> still go the, I'd still go poop in the uh, butt. That'd be poop in the butt, Bob. <laughs> I'll go with poop in the butt for 200. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> poop in the butt it is. I can't, I can't eat a human. I cannot eat another human. I mean, I feel like that would be something that would. Yes, the poop would be 
you know. It would be an experience. But plus side terrible. is, if you crash land in the Andes, you've got no problem meeting a soccer team. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. You've already Definitely. been warmed up. It's true. But we haven't crash landed. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Well, nice. thanks, guys, for coming on. You did a great job. Thank you. Fun. This is awesome. Uh, um, held up is on crackle.com. Mm-hmm. I can see that there. Um, you guys are on Twitter at, at Sklar Brothers. At Sklar Brothers. The we at really spelled sign. At sign. Then S K L A R B R O T H E R S. So there you go. And, and then your Sklarborough Country, which is your podcast. Weekly. Earwolf.com is where they can get that. Earwolf.com. You can go check it out. And it's. You can also get on iTunes, I think, too. Yeah, it's free. But it's. We've done 10 episodes so far. Um, you don't have to be a sports fan to like it. You would like it even. I have listened and I do like it. Okay, good. So then you, you get it. You get yeah. it. You understand. So, uh, no, we're really proud of it. Just as you guys, I know, are proud of this thing. It's it's fun. It's very personal. Um, I don't know. You get to answer the tough questions. That's right. <laughs> Poop in the butt, Bob. <laughs> in the butt, Bob. 200. <laughs> You can uh, you can follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast at Cole Stratton and at Vanessa Ragland. That's right. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Okay, bye. bye. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>